0: We'll What's up and welcome back to another episode of Not A Normal Football Podcast. My name is Alex Dwyer and with me as always is my good buddy Russell. This week we're going to be talking about some division winners and losers. Just predicting what's going to happen through the rest of the NFL season. But um, we do encourage everyone to continue to be safe during this uh, time of global pandemic where we are at in normal illinois there's been a very big increase of cases and it is quite concerning um but you know we are in a college town that happens but we shouldn't let it happen so don't let it happen anymore because it's bad so how you doing my friend
1: i'm good um i've i've seen some uh some buddies already um get it here at school which has been scary i've been doing my best to social distance staying away from all my uh, staying away from a large group of people, not trying to put myself in situations that would be um, negative for myself, my friends, and everybody. Um, so I've been doing my best, and I hope everybody else is also doing their best. Uh, but I'm excited to get into this week's episode of uh, Not from Not Normal Football. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, we're going to down who we think is going to be, who we think are going to be the winners and the losers of all the uh, divisions uh, in the NFL this year. Um, from the top to the worst, it's going to be a good time. Um, perhaps some hot takes will be here and there, but, um, overall I think it'll be, uh, it'll be an interesting one. So, um, let's, let's start off here. What do you, which division you want to start with Alex?
0: I think I'll start off with my favorite division in football. Um, Oh yeah. NFC North. So I genuinely believe that the winners of the NFC North are going to be the Chicago bears. um, and that is unbiased. Um, I genuinely believe that we're going to see Green Bay decline. I think that. Oh yeah. Um, they are definitely not the winners. I don't think that Minnesota is going to be the best team in the division either. Um, they're the. They're probably the next best bet to win the division besides Chicago. I think that the offense will look a little more alive. You hear a lot of teammates that weren't so high on Mitch last year, talking very highly of Mitch Trubisky this year, Uh, particularly Cordero Patterson um, says that Mitchell Trubisky looks great. And last year towards the end of the season um, or after the season, actually some of the things that he was saying kind of alluded to where he wasn't really on the Trubisky train anymore. So that's very encouraging on the offensive side of the ball, and then defensively, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but Khalil Mack has been uh, tweeting about you know redemption, but also liking a bunch of tweets from haters.
1: <laughs> I did. I did see that. I yeah, saw you, I, saw you, I saw you quoted that.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's he's been doing that. So uh, look out for this defense. I mean, this defense is ready to rally around Khalil Mack and make sure that they are back to being the monsters of the midway. So I have Chicago as the winners and then the losers are the Detroit Lions. I mean, they're not good. That's it.
1: Yeah. No, I I I feel you, man. Um so I I have a very um it, it's it's almost the same. So I think the Vikings and the Bears are gonna be really close this year in terms of um what they are and what they bring to the football field. Um I, I really think that it's gonna be very close between them for who wins the NFC North personally. Yeah. Um so um, right before this, I did a quick little playoff predictors thing. I used the website and I, um, I went through who maybe I thought was going to win and stuff. I do I have I have both teams going 10 and six, um, which I, it's very possible. Um, so I actually have the Vikings winning and it must they have the same uh, Vikings and the Bears have the same record, the same division record um, for what I have mapped out here, but it just so happens the Vikings um, coming on top through some other tiebreakers. Um, but I think it's going to be super close, and it could honestly be decided by flip of a coin. Um, I really think both teams are solid. Um, I think the Bears will bounce back for sure, and I do think the Packers are going to fade away a lot. Um, that was easily one of the worst 13-3 teams I have ever yep. seen, um, ever. They they were not impressive. They didn't do a lot of things that well. Their defense was solid, uh, but Matt LaFleur is not that inspiring of a offensive mind to helm your team, in my opinion, being as he was the offense coordinator for... Uh, Tennessee, and then I mean, I guess he was also working with a not great quarterback in Marcus Mariota, so that that's against him a little bit. But I do not see the Packers um, repeating as a thirteen and three team this year at all. Um, I got them going eight and eight. Um, that's that's a bit of a regression, but I I don't see it this year. I see him losing to some bad teams this year um, and just not really doing that well. Um, so I'm I'm not big on the Packers, but yeah, I got I got. The Vikings um, went in, but they have a tied record with the Bears. who They just come out on top because of some tiebreakers. And then I got the Lions in last place because it's the Lions. I think Matt Patricia is probably going to get fired after this year. Um, That seems to have been a failed experiment uh, so far. So we'll see what happens um, in the coming years. But, yeah, I do not see the Lions. I see the Lions being the worst team, and I see the Vikings and the Bears being really close for the best team in the NFC North. So that's what I got for the NFC North, Alex.
0: Yeah, I think that that's. I'm I'm actually a little surprised that the, the uh, playoff predictor found that. Um for yeah, Chicago. Yeah.
1: It, well, I, I I put all the stuff in myself. I put I put in all the game winnings. You know oh what I mean? okay. Yeah yeah I I picked all the I picked all, whatever how many games there are 250 games a season. Jeez. I picked. I picked all the games. I mean, it, it was it was real quick. You know, it's a, it's a great layout. You should check it out. PlayoffPredictor.com or PlayoffPredictors.com. Okay. It's a cool website. Um, to you and to the fans. I just kind of like an hour before this, I was thinking about who I had um, winning, and I was just like, I'm just gonna map it out real quick. I got the time, so I just kind of thought about the games. I thought people were gonna win, huh. and I they they it's a really good layout. Um, but yeah, I just I did that real quick. So yeah, I it, I ended up having the Vikings um winning, but it was very close with the Bears. Like I said, so yeah uh, that's that's what I that's what I think could possibly happen. I think the Vikings are solid. they're a good team. I think their offensive line is kind of up and coming a little bit and I think once that's solid, um, if Dalvin Cook can stay healthy and um, if Justin Jefferson and I've seen a lot of buzz from their uh, from BC Johnson, another one of their wide receivers they drafted last year or maybe two years ago, um, he's got a lot of buzz in training camp. He seems like he's locked down the number two role above Justin yep. Jefferson. So that's exciting. Uh, but, yeah, I got the Vikings winning with the Bears coming in close second, cool. both making the playoffs. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. And then we're going to move over to the AFC uh, in the north. Uh, the easy pick for me as the winner was the Ravens. Um, but I think that the Steelers have a chance to kind of bounce back. It really depends on which Ben Roethlisberger we get this year. If we get the Ben Roethlisberger um, of 2018 or just kind of of old or if we get you know the still worn down you know the heavier slower not as big ben as it used to be roethlisberger then it's a runaway with the ravens but if we get good ben roethlisberger who can get the ball over to juju and utilize the strength of his offense with james Cameron james connor and um Yeah, the defense is solid. It's rock solid. And if all those pieces are working, the Steelers can definitely give the Ravens a run. And as the bottom of the division, I have the Cincinnati Bengals in a close race with the Cleveland Browns. But I think just because the Browns have a little more firepower, despite Joe Burrow being there in Cincinnati, that the Bengals will be the tail end of the division.
1: Yeah, I have a very similar layout to you as well, Alex. Um, I think the Ravens are definitely the runaway. Um, I actually have them as a number one seed in the AFC. Um, yeah. i, got them, I got them going 13-3. Um, just, it's really hard to repeat that. They went 14-2 last year. It's hard to put up those numbers again, but the Ravens are the type of franchise that's able to do that. Even with the uh, departure of Earl Thomas this last week, um, they released him because yeah. of some conduct issues. Um, there's there's starting to be a lot coming out. He's been he's been getting fined a lot the last month or two. Um, last year too, I guess he's just not a great teammate, um, which I guess can be not that surprising as he did uh, was not his parting his parting with the Seahawks was less than ideal for a long term Seahawks fan of the 2010s. Um, so I guess it can that can be seen um, there. But yeah, I got the Ravens going 13 three. They're an amazing team. They their their ownership is great. Their general managing is great. They just continue to be a top dweller in the NFL. They're just ran so well. Um, they draft so well. It's really awesome to see that on a team. Um, and I do have the Steelers coming up after them. Um, I think it'll, I actually think it'll be kind of close between the Steelers and Browns because even though the uh, Steelers, I mean, obviously their offense was so bad last year because Big Ben was out and they were playing, they were going between Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges and everything. And I mean, obviously you don't want that. That's bad quarterback play. Um, but they're off. I mean, even with bad quarterback play, Juju Smith Schuster had a horrible season. And I mean, a truly atrocious season. Like, I I don't know if he can be a number one guy standalone. Um, and then James Connor also wasn't anything special. And don't get me wrong. That offense was super anemic last year. So it makes sense. But I mean, it, I don't know if big Ben coming back, a 38 year old big Ben coming back will be able to fix that offense. You know, I I don't have that much faith in it. Um, so that's why um, I do have I have the Steelers going nine and seven. Um, I saw them making a playoff spot um, there. But then, uh, yeah, I got the Browns coming up behind them. Um, and then the Bengals are also my last team. Um, I don't I mean, I don't think they're going to be first round pick material this year, but I still am not too sure that they're going to mesh this first season um, yet. There's a lot going on. I think Joe Burrow is going to have a good season. I do. But um, I still think that maybe they could use another season to to see what's going on. So um, I think maybe they could be in contention for some sort of playoff spot, a wild card spot, maybe in 2021, but not yet for the Bengals. I think they need a year to grow, um, get older. And then, yeah, I think maybe they can contend in 2021.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to move down in the opposite Cardinal direction, down to the south in the a- NFC. Um, this one was a little tough, actually, at least for the first spot. Um, between the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, for me, I do think the Panthers are going to be competitive, um, especially with their two monster defensive linemen, Yitor Matos and Derek Thomas. Um, but for me, this is the New Orleans Saints division until Drew Brees leaves it. So I have the Saints um, winning the division, with the Buccaneers probably making a wild card, Um, it would be pretty disappointed if they didn't, considering all the hype surrounding them. But they could maybe be the Cleveland Browns of last year, you know, where they're just a massive letdown. Now, the difference here is that they have Bruce Arians and not Freddie Kitchens. But uh, sometimes that hype kind of gets in your head and, you know, you let it down. I mean, you look at the 2019 Chicago Bears as well just a huge letdown from the season prior because there was all that hype last year and they just couldn't live up to it and it's the Saints division. I mean, they're so good. There there is not a single spot on that roster where you're like, yeah, they can they can get they can get better." I mean, that's a pretty flawless roster over there in New Orleans. And the concern for the Carolina Panthers, I mean, obviously you have Teddy Bridgewater, who's going to be good, but you know, you're losing Luke keekley over there in the middle. And that defense um, has some really good pieces to it, as I mentioned before, but I don't think that they're ready to compete for that number one spot just yet.
1: Yeah, Alex, um, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, I, I, I have the saints clear cut. Number one, they're a great team. Um, they, I mean, they're, they're in contention for, you know, the, the first round by um, they're, they're, in, they're, one of the best teams in the nfc if not the best team in the nfc um they're gonna it's gonna be a little there's gonna be some trouble there going up against it's gonna be really fun to see breeze and brady twice next year it's gonna be awesome um and honestly like i i don't think the falcons and the panthers are bad teams i really don't but um the thing is um i actually i have the panthers as my worst team in this division oh yeah i had um, the
0: falcons as my last
1: yeah. yeah 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 um i figured but like i i have the panthers as my worst team because Matt Rule's coming into a program, and he knew exactly what he wanted to do. He wanted to rebuild the defense this year. And Matt Rule has come in. He came into Temple, turned their entire program around in about three seasons. Then he came over to Baylor and turned their entire program back around in three seasons. And that's what he does. He turns teams around. And obviously, um, the NFL is so much different from college. um, In a lot of ways, it's different. But in a lot of ways, it's similar. And um, the Panthers, they weren't very good this last year, obviously. I mean, they they had a number seven overall pick. Um, but I do think that this first season under Matt Rule, they're, it's going to be more of the same. Um, they drafted so many defensive players. They drafted only defensive players, actually. And it's going to take it's going to take a season for all those new guys to gel, to these guys to get to starting positions. I mean, I'd say they drafted three to four at least starters this year. And having mm-hmm. three to four rookies starting on your defense doesn't inspire a lot of confidence to me. I mean, they can be some of the best rookies out there, but the rookies still, and especially in this COVID season where there wasn't there wasn't really an off season, um, there wasn't training camp, or there was training camp, but there weren't um, preseason games. There wasn't time for these rookies to get valuable minutes. I just can't see that defense taking many steps forward, even with all the talent they have. I still think that some players are going to show out, obviously, um, but I think overall there it's going to be more more of the same from last year. Sure. And um, so I do have their defense in, in the back seat there. Um, I think their offense is a lot of firepower. I'm a little worried about that offensive line. I'm not so sure um, that can contend with some of the pass rush in the division, like with Cam Jordan, Shaq Barrett, JPP. Um, so that's going to be a little uh, dicey, I guess you could say, because mm-hmm. I don't know if their O-line is going to hold up as well. Um, but you got Christian McCaffrey, you got DJ Moore, you got a lot of good players, and Teddy Bridgewater who can at least – do it you know he can he can get it done um so but overall i think the panthers are probably going to be the worst team in that division but don't don't let this fool you i still think that one of their rookies could get defensive rookie of the year so that's that's how i feel about the nfc south there
0: and let's head over to the afc south
1: my division
0: your division (laughs) i do have the tennessee titans winning the division um despite you know my takes for coach of the year and nfl mvp of frank reich and philip rivers i do think the colts make the playoffs i think they're going to be a much better colts team than what they were last year um maybe the 10 and 6 potentially 11 and 5 i mean it really depends on philip rivers but the titans uh, the they haven't lost much they've just gotten better And I do feel that Ryan Tannehill will have continued success in Tennessee. He's never had the stability that he's had in his career, and he's always been decent. And now he's finally, you know, going over that hurdle of potentially being a great uh, franchise quarterback, which is why the Tennessee Titans paid him. You have Derek Henry, who's one, two, or maybe even three, if you really want to push it a little bit, Uh, top running back in the league, and some really fantastic offensive weapons over there, a solid offensive line, and a very, very, very good defense. I don't think that any team like the Colts can compete as much as they want. I think that that's their best chance um, to lose within the division is to Indy. And the Texans are just going to probably be terrible, Uh, quite frankly. I think they're going to just decline a crap ton um, without DeAndre Hopkins. And the Jaguars are just awful. We predicted many, many weeks ago that Doug Marone is going to get fired by probably like week three or four. Um, So this division runs through Tennessee now, which would be the first time since 2008, I believe. They've won a division. Yeah, two thousand eight. So that would be very, very exciting, especially for this podcast.
1: Yeah, man. Um I, I also think my Titans are gonna win the division. Um I I I don't I'm not trying to I mean, obviously you're not a homer. I am. But, you know, I, I think it is legit for the Titans to be able to win this division. Yeah. There's not a lot of turnover here. Um, the there, the one question on the roster is defensive line. Um, but, I mean, the team and obviously myself are really hoping for a big step up from our first-round rookie last year, um, Jeffrey Simmons Jr. Um, he can really put up some awesome stats, I think. Uh, so we're, we're going to see. We're going to see. Um, I think he's going to be a stalwart there in the middle. I really wish we hadn't have traded Jarrell Casey. Um, I, that, that's a big regret of mine. I wish we hadn't done that, but it is what it is. Um, we still have time to add a Mr. on Clowney, which I think would really shore up our uh, defensive line. Um, so if, if that happens, I'm not going to be worried at all, but even still, I'm a little worried, but, um, I still think that we'll be good. I think we'll take the division and I do have the Colts get in second place in the division. Um, I just do not believe in Phillip Rivers, but I think the rest of the team is around him is good enough to to get him into the playoffs. I don't think it's going to be him willing them. It's going to be them not willing him because he's not, I guess he's not horrible, but I don't think he's the same type of player. He has been for most of his career, Um, but he's in a a good area. He's got some good receivers around him, a great offensive line, a really good defense. So um, it's going to be a good team for them as well. But, um, I do have them coming in second place in the division with the Texans, um, coming in third place. And then finally the Jags coming in last, Yeah, uh, the Jags are going to be horrible. As we've said, um, I don't think there's any way around that really. Um, but I will say that, uh, every, every few years, um, no, I've few years, every year. I think about three teams that made the playoffs the following year or the previous year did not make it the following year. Um, so sure. obviously one of my teams this year are the Texans. Um, and also there's extra, there's two extra teams this year because now we are starting these seven playoff teams this year. Not the 17 games, but the seven, or seven playoff teams per uh, conference. Um, so it's yeah. not going to be the same as it always is. But I do have the Texans as being one of my teams not doing it, obviously. And then um, the Packers, another team that I've already discussed. But yeah, so um, that is my rankings for the AFC South. Titans winning it. Colts coming in second. And then Jags barrel in that bottom out and they are tanking for trevor for sure
0: oh 100 the next division was actually pretty easy for me we're gonna head over east um to the nfc the dallas cowboys for me are the clear-cut favorite to win this division i don't oh, yeah. think it's even gonna be close i think the eagles have progressively just continue to get worse every year and just skate by because that division is quite frankly awful besides the dallas cowboys and they're just so inconsistent under Jason Garrett that the Eagles have been able to win the division um, every other year. So this is the year the Cowboys are going to run away with the division. You added CD Lamb to a re- already ridiculous offense. And I'm really excited to see what goes on here. Now you've got Michael Gallup in your slot, which I feel he's just going to wreck house in because he's not... A great, I guess, number two, you know, that um, spot opposite of Amari Cooper, even though he's really solid there. But when you put him in that slot, I mean, I think that's going to be just this perfect fit for Michael Gallup. And Deck has so many toys to play with now on offense that offensive line is still very, very good, even though they're getting a little bit older, but they're still one of the best offensive lines in football. You've still got Ezekiel Elliott, who's arguably the best running back in the NFL. You've got a defense that's good. They're solid. They've got some really great pieces. Um, They're not going to be, you know, top five defense, but they'll be definitely a very competitive defense that you can win with. And then finally, uh, for me, it was a little bit harder to figure who was going to be at the bottom of the division between the Washington football team and the New York Giants. But I have decided to go with the New York Giants rearing the end of this division. I'm not a Danny Dimes believer. Uh, Hmm. I never was coming out of college. And I think that he has shown moments where he can be very good. But I'm riding on that hype that I had for Dwayne Haskins coming out of college to kind of push that opinion of the Washington football team. Um, up a little bit more than the Giants, but I think both of those teams are still going to be pretty abysmal
1: Yeah, yeah, we have a, we have the same uh, first and last year. I agree that the Cowboys are just I mean It's they, they have no excuse not to win the division this year. I mean it should absolutely be their year um, I even think they could contend for a, um, a playoff buy this year yeah. um, I think they're a really good team and, uh, and a really solid NFC uh, but overall, I think I think they're one of the best teams in the NFC now. Um, it, but I, I won't sing their praises about their lines anymore. But I mean, I'm not sure what most of the contracts are looking like. I guess Dak might be gone after this year. I don't really know. Um, but I know for sure that no matter what, um, that defense, however good it is this year, it's going to be even better the following year because the rookies are going to be a year older. You got really promising with Trayvon Diggs. He's going to be stepping into that starting cornerback role. Um, Probably this year, but he'll even be better in year two. And Neville Gallimore, who's going to be filling in for now, the injured Gerald McCoy. Um, So they have a really solid game. They have a really solid team. Um, I don't see many holes on that team whatsoever um, when you come to think of it. I mean, maybe tight end. um, Maybe. I don't know. uh, But I think overall, it's a really rounded out roster. I mean, you could also make the argument that their defensive backfield is amazing, but they they could sign Earl Thomas in the next day. You don't know um and also i'm a big fan of mike mccarthy i think he can do good things with dak and with zeke and with the team um so i'm excited to see what the cowboys can do with a loaded defense and offense i think they're gonna definitely win the division yeah. i don't think it's gonna be close hmm. um and then i i have the giants coming in last place um they are I, I do have the same record as the washington football team um but i do think it'll be close um between who's the worst team in that league um uh, it's both are stepping in with new head coaches. Um, Ron Rivera has cancer. Um, it's 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 super, it's not bad, so he's he's probably going to be fine. He's going to be able to coach throughout yeah. the season. But, um, if he does have some issues with chemo or anything, um, I know that uh, former Raiders head coach Jack Del Rio is going to be able to step in and uh, and lead the team. He's been in situations like that before, so I think he'll be a good um, type of interim head coach just on and off as uh, Rivera battles cancer. Um, so. It's they're, they're going to have some issues too there, you know, that it's, it's going to be hard and everything going on with the name change. They're, they're battling a lot of media attention and it's not necessarily good. It's like there's just stuff going on with them. So it's going to be hard to be improved that much. But both of them have second year quarterbacks. And I think both teams can do something pretty good this year. Um, well, not this year, but next year. Um, so, yeah, I think I think this year they're not going to look great, but maybe in some, some of these following years they can they can take that step.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. And then we're gonna head over to the AFC East, and this one was a little harder for me. I think, um, and I think that I'm 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 riding that Sean McDermott train over there in Buffalo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And Alex. I'm saying the Bills take this division pretty easily this year, especially with how many Patriots have opted out. Had we not had eight Patriots opt out of this season. I might have said this division was a little bit closer, but I think that, you know, Josh Allen looks rock solid and he has a lot to learn. Still his deep balls. Aren't very good. They go really far, but they're not particularly accurate, (laughs) but um, I've mentioned it before. He's had a ridiculous amount of drops by his receivers in the past, and now he finally has Stephon Diggs, whom, while I believe is overrated, is definitely the best receiver that he's had in his career. So, I'm really excited to see what they do over there in Buffalo. That offense is going to be much improved now, I feel. And then you've got Devin Singletary, who's a very quality running back, and that defense is good, and it's just going to continue to get better as they continue to work together. Um, they're, there's holes. They're a very flawed football team, but I think this is the first time that we don't see the New England Patriots winning the division for a long time. Maybe the last time that they didn't was back when the Dolphins did when Tom Brady was injured. And I'm pretty sure that's accurate.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, that that Matt Castle team, right? Yeah,
0: Matt Castle's team when Tom Brady hurt his knee, and then I have the Jets um, at the bottom of the division.
1: Yeah, I think I think this is gonna be a really tight division this year. Um, I do think the Bills win it out, but I I, I think it's it's probably it's not gonna be that particularly close, but I think it's going to be very with the Bills winning, um, I think they're gonna have a solid lead there. They're they're a solid team. They're building something there with Sean McDermott. Um he knows how to coach a football team, which is awesome for Bills fans. Um but I do think uh those last three spots between the Patriots, the Dolphins and the Jets, I do think it's gonna be pretty tight. Um I, I think they're all up and or the Patriots are on the downturn, but the Dolphins and Jets are up and coming. Um, I, I didn't necessarily like what I saw to Sam Darnold last year, but I do think his last five games or so he did improve. I've, I've been doing a little more looking at it. Um, a little more research on Sam Darnold. Cause I want to like what I see there. I want him to be good. Um, so I did, I did do a little more deep diving and I, he did improve those last few games of the season, which is exciting if you're a Jets fan. Um, Adam yeah. Gase is an idiot though, and he will not lead that team to any type of winning record. Um, so I also have the Jets as my worst team. Um, and I really hope they fire Adam Gase after this season. I just, yeah. I, I th- that team deserves so much better than Adam Gase. Sam Darnold, his growths being ruined. Levy on Bell is not being used correctly. It's just, it really sucks to see that. Um, to see players want out because of Adam Gase, like Robbie Anderson. Like Sam Darnold and the Anderson connection was growing, and it was getting exciting those deep balls, and Robbie wanted out of there because Adam Gase sucks. And um, yeah. I just I, – I want that Jets team to have a good coach because I want them to see success because I like Darnold I like Le'Veon Bell. I, I like that team. Um, I, I like Jamal Adams. I loved him over there. And then he forced his way out too. So um, Adam Gase needs to go and um, that's why – I mean I have the Jets losing regardless. Um, so yeah, I got the Jets at the bottom. Bills at the top. I think the Bills could make it – put it pretty far out of reach. But um, they could put it so far out of reach that it doesn't matter who really – or it doesn't really matter for the last couple of games if they win or lose so they might end up resting some yeah. starters and I don't have the record being great but that's because they were so far ahead of the Pat- Patriots that they um they they could lose out and the Patriots could win out and it wouldn't matter. So I got the Bills at number 1, Jets it Four, yeah. for the AFC East.
0: And heading over west, we have the NFC West champion San Francisco 49ers. And I think they repeat. I think that this team is too talented to lose the reins on this division. Um, I think that this defense is going to be rock solid despite losing DeForest Buckner to Indianapolis. Um, I mean, this team's very solid from top to bottom. I know they're um, losing Debo Samuel this season due to injury. Then they signed Tavon Austin. And someone else, uh, JJ Nelson, uh, the former Arizona Cardinal, which are two very solid replacements for Debo Samuel. I think that, you know, together they maybe equal Debo Samuel, not, you know, individually, but two very, very solid receivers to bring in to replace um, their ace. And I think, like we talked about last week, that this is probably the best division in football. Yeah. Um I mean, I think that the Arizona Cardinals maybe go number 2 in this division. And we're we're a Pro Cliff Kingsbury podcast here on not normal football. Yes, we're sir. big fans of Cliff Kingsbury and what he's doing over there, and I really believe that they're just going to step this up. I mean, they've got Nuke now and that offense is just going to be explosive. You've got Josh Jones, who somehow fell to the third round, and it blows my mind every time I say that. Um, they're looking fantastic, and a team that I feel is still going to be maybe the 8-8 eight and eight kind of record, which isn't bad at all, but the L.A. Rams I have at the bottom of this division because – Ever since they went to the Super Bowl, which I know was just a couple seasons ago, they regressed really, really hard. Uh, And it has been astounding to watch a team that was as good as they were just suddenly tank and they look horrible. They are not the Rams that they were before. And I'm not sure if they're ever going to be that same Rams team again. I mean, Todd Gurley's gone, which... You can't just replace the 2018-2017 Todd Gurley like that. I mean, that was a focal point of that offense, and that's not going to be replaced. So you're going to put the ball in Jared Goff's hands more, and I'm not sure if he can carry that load. So I have the LA Rams as the bottom and the San Francisco 49ers winning that division again.
1: So this might be my hottest uh, my hottest take on here. Um okay. I, I don't think the Cardinals are gonna win. I don't. I'm very high on them, and I think they're going to be a surprising like eleven and five team. Um, but I actually have the Seahawks winning this division. I think Ooh. they have just only gotten better this offseason. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways, to tell you the truth. Um I got the Seahawks winning, and I actually uh, I think I think the 49ers, they're gonna have a winning record, maybe a nine and seven type of deal. But I actually think they might miss the playoffs this year. Um, and that's okay. for a number of reasons. That That's a very hot take, I know. But um, I, I just, I think they, in, in a way, they, they, they kind of, they're a great team, obviously. Um, and I think uh, Kyle Shanahan can get them back to the playoffs. I really do. But I think the, the beginning when they don't, aren't really going to have any wide receivers um, at all. I mean, they I guess you can say they didn't last year either, but um, they have even less now. Because, uh, I mean, with the injury to Debo Samuel, um, with, I think, Brandon Ayuk having having some issues with injury, too, their first-round pick this year. Um, I just, I mean, they got George Kittle, and like you said, J.J. Nelson's a bit of an underrated guy. But I don't see either, I don't see J.J. Nelson really as a true difference maker for that offense. Sure. And I, I do think Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk are going to be able to come back towards like the midseason or so but i think by that time it might be too late um i think the cardinals are going to have a ravens type of season this next year and i think there's going to be three winning teams i think it's very possible the niners make the playoffs but i think i have the seahawks and the cardinals above the niners this season um just because i'm really sipping that cards kool-aid um i'm all about it i'm excited i cannot wait to see it all go down um so i'm i Maybe it's a little bit of a—I wouldn't call it bias, because I'm not like a bias for the cards, but I just really think they're going to do really well. I'm—I'm—I'm yeah. I'm, I'm on the type train, and I'm—I'm um, I'm not letting it derail me. I'm a little worried about Richard Sherman getting up there in age, and um, if he can't cover, then most of their defensive backs. I mean, I'm not that invested in the defensive backfield personally, and I think I could absolutely see uh, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, all those guys just throwing all over that 49ers uh, offense or defense. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm really excited to see how it's all going to go down for the NFC West. I'm be watching as many NFC West division games as I possibly can. Um, It's going to be exciting. But then, yeah, I have the Rams in the last place spot. I don't think they're going to be that bad. Maybe six and ten, maybe seven and nine. Not horrible but I don't think they're going to be in contention to even get into the playoffs. No. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's what I got. Seahawks winning, Rams losing. So it's it's a hot take to say the Niners won't make the playoffs. I mean, in all reality, they probably will. But I kind of am a chaos worshiper, and I, I just think they'll regress. So that's what I got. Yeah.
0: And the last division we have, probably the easiest one to do um, yeah. for me, was that the Chiefs, the runaway favorite to win the AFC West, Um, Super Bowl champions, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, the future offensive rookie of the year, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Sir! This Chiefs team is still nuts, and they've just gotten better. And they're already fantastic. So they're going to run away with this. I think the only team that really has a chance to compete with them would be Oakland, and that's not really saying much. So... The Broncos are probably going to improve. I definitely believe that Drew Locke is primed to have a very good season, potentially a breakout season. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him in that contention along Kyler Murray for the um, MVP. That'd be pretty cool to kind of see them duke it out there. And for me, the bottom of the division is easily the Los Angeles Chargers. That defense is very, very, very good. But that offense is is very 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 bad so uh Justin Herbert is probably not going to start even though he should um Tyrod Taylor is nothing more than a bridge quarterback and I think that this team was already bad with Phillip Rivers and they're just going to be worse with guys that aren't ready to step into the starting quarterback role and We've seen with the 2019 Bears that if you have a completely anemic offense and a rock solid defense, you're still going to be competitive, but you're not going to win games when you should. And I think that there's going to be some close games with the Chargers, but that offense is just not going to be able to push them over the top in order to win important games. I, I see them definitely being another top five pick
1: yeah yeah um i i agree and i think they'll use that top five pick to land um the outstanding tackle from oregon uh Penny Sewell. Sowell. i'm not really yeah. sure you say his name um but he is a bona fide stud mm-hmm. um that the the Justin Herbert gets his long time left tackle from and he was at Oregon I think it's really a match made in heaven oh yeah um, because I also have the Chargers as the last place team in this division and um I actually have them as one of the worst teams in the NFL and that sounds insane but they're uh, they're right up there with me with the Jags um there I I think there are going to be some issues there um I was screaming about the uh the draft their draft because I do think they had a good draft but uh Justin Herbert is not ready to play at all. It's not going to be soon. Uh, maybe next year he'll have to be the time, but I don't think uh, Tyrod's going to be that great for them. I mean, I think he can hold it down, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to will him to many wins um, that often. So I'm, I'm kind of worried about the team. I think Anthony's a good coach. Um, I do think they have some good pieces, like you said, but they're young. Uh, their defense is going to be really, really good. Um, don't get me wrong; their defense is going to be outstanding. Yeah. Um, but I, I think – I just don't think this is the year for them. I think they're going to have a bad season. Um, but I do think the Chiefs are the obvious winners here. Do not get me wrong. Um, there is not any – I wouldn't have it any other way. And I do think the Raiders and Broncos will challenge for that second-place spot. Um, I'm not really sure who's going to win that out. If, if Drew Locke really takes that step forward like we all expect him to with that amazing offense um, with all those weapons, then, I mean, it could easily be the Broncos taking that second spot in the West. But, I mean, the Raiders, they've been building – um, Mike Mayock has absolutely destroyed it in his first two seasons as a general manager. Mm-hmm. He has had he has nailed pick after pick after pick, and um, I don't see that ending anytime soon. So they they're building a really good thing over there with Gruden and Mayock. So I'm excited to see what they're able to do. Um, but I I think it'll be close between the Broncos and the Raiders for contending for that second place spot in the AFC West. Um, uh, so yeah, that's what I got.
0: Yeah, I think that. Yeah, you nailed it on the head there. That defense is insane. I love what they're doing on defensive there. And I'm I'm with you. I think that Anthony Lynn is a good coach. He's just part of the team while they're just not there. And so it kind of inherently makes him look like he's not the guy. So hopefully he keeps his job throughout this soft rebuild, I guess, if you want to call it, um, for the Chargers. Because I do believe that he is a good coach. So that's about all that we had this week for you. Um was just our division winners and losers. Um it's been a little bit of a quiet week as far as news goes. Did you have anything, Russell?
1: No, I don't th- I think we've hit some of the bigger things like Earl Thomas getting uh getting let go yeah. or um uh Ron Riviera having cancer. Um I think we covered some of those interesting or sad things whatever's going on um so yeah um yeah i think i think we've i think we've done it yeah i think we're good
0: um you can always find us on facebook not normal football you find us on twitter not normal football and youtube under that same name as always my name is alex dwyer and with my good buddy russell zellman we are not a normal football podcast stay safe wear your mask we'll see you next week